another edition of the weekly update of the Battle of the Willamette podcast. We are currently recapping week 13 of the season of the aforementioned number that is coming. Hey, you guys. I know everyone loves the Ocho. Can't get enough of it. Someone on this podcast this week, Vadonka Bronx, don't be a nine ball. Uh-oh. Not. What did I do? This is the 10th, the inaugural 10th season of the Battle of Willamette podcast. The Diaz. <laughs> a lot of stuff going into uh, this week's podcast. We just had a pre-pod, so we're all pretty fired up. Uh, I know there's some, some uh, basic housekeeping we need to go through before we, uh, we jump into the recap uh, CJ, what do the uh, what do the peeps need to know? Yeah, I'm happy to tell them, but first, I gotta know why I'm the nine ball. How did I get the nine ball? I'm not on strike. Like, how does Any, Lewis not get the nine ball? Anybody that I'm playing that oh. week is the nine ball. You know what? I never put that together. I've only been doing it for the last five weeks. I didn't. I didn't put it all together until then. <laughs> okay. But if you go back and listen, I have named the team I'm playing that week. The last five weeks so okay well it did it was convenient it did seem to work out whoever you were playing was kind of doing some weird stuff the week before so i, I <laughs> it just sort of worked out but yeah let's talk about we got to talk about some how the division how the playoffs work let's just put it that way so the number one seed is the division champion and how you get the division champion is you have to have the best record but if somebody ties for the best record, then it goes to the best division record. And if you both have the same division record, the second tiebreaker is points. So just want to throw that out there. And that was voted on. And I remember uh, not everyone was aligned in that vote, but I think that we came up with the, with the proper way of breaking that out. Yeah. Cause we need the divisions to mean something, you know what I mean? Like if you're in, you're in separate divisions, that has to winning your division is an important thing, right? You're winning the right games. Maybe you have a couple of bad games or whatever, but the rest of the playoffs are based on record and then points, right? So that's how it works. Um, and remember, we have two awards that will come through by the end of this week. Most points, Irish puddles. I can't imagine anyone's going to catch them at this point. <laughs> Um, and then best record, which really is coming down to between Gore and Endzone. So we'll see, we'll see what, how that shakes out. But yeah, I think that's, I think that's it. Nice. Before we jump into it, any, Justin, any, any pre-pod feedback or anything you want to get fired up on? We're ready to go here. Well, that's a lovely accent you have there. Um, you've been traveling? <laughs> I Well... We did, uh, we did, it is uh, Cole's 18th birthday today as we're recording this. And we did, uh, I'm a little jet laggy. I do have some bags under the eyes. Good thing we're not doing a vodcast. Um, did I just think get gorgeous. three days in New York. I got my scarf on. It was uh, beautiful there. Um, great to visit. Reaffirm the fact that I love living in Portland and no need to move anywhere else. <laughs> it's a lot of, a lot of people looking like Boston Strangler out there. True, true, yeesh, but nobody needs that. Well, happy birthday to Cole. That's great, man. That's awesome. 18 years old. 18 Crazy. years, 18 years old and did everything he wanted to. And so we're uh, excited to move on to the next chapter with that guy. 
Let's recap week 13. So this week I put a little name or a little something on each game. I had a little time ahead of had a schedule here. So the first game we're going to look at, I mean, you guys could have come up with this one. Most divert, most deserving versus most whining. We're looking at a matchup between Gore and Irish Puddles. CJ, yes. what do you got? Well, I'm not sure which one's most whining lately, but anyways, yeah. So Gore wins 168 to 158, and Gore is the West Division champion. Whoop, doesn't have to back into it or nothing. So that was good. Congratulations, Gore. Good job. But it was an interesting week. So both their kicker and their IDP were top scorers or one of the top up there for both those squads. But it came down to Hertz and Brown versus Mahomes and Kelsey. And Hertz and Brown just, they crushed it. They had a great week. Mahomes and Kelsey were only 31 points versus 75 for Hertz and Brown. So it was very... You know, a little lopsided there, but that's kind of what the that's kind of what it came down to. Um, for this week, what's online? What's what's online this week for each of these teams? So Gore is shooting for best record for 2022. Um, he hasn't won this award since 2014 with the old 12 and one, where he won the first 12 games, lost the last game of the season, had a bye week, and then lost the playoffs. I, don't want to remind him about that. Um, I think you just did. That was a great. Yeah. That was a great season. Great, great <laughs> season. <laughs> that was Bud's first season and his championship season. We know we are going with that. So it, it's coming down to really between Gore and Endzone on who gets that award. Um, we will. I will say that Irish Puddles is probably going to get the most points. We talked about that. He's way ahead at this point. Um, but Gore needs to win or hope that he got me can be end zone. If Gore loses an easy wins, then they have the same record, same division record, and easy will have most points. So Gore does have something to play for this week. And it was a fun game. Uh, I think it was discussed on Pick'em, also on the pod. These two going at each other in the West was fun to watch. They were, they were both clinched. Uh, both these guys are just kind of fine-tuning their teams a bit right now. Um, but to see this one play out for the bragging rights was fun to see. Now, we did have another burger. Um, Hertz with a burger, and we got the burger this time. Um, I thought it was fitting another nickname for Gore, maybe the Hamburglar. <laughs> it just feels fitting. Uh, it's a Gore-type nickname. Um, we got another burger, but uh, these guys are tinkering, as I said. Uh, the tight end position, I don't know if we figured it out how many Gore has actually played <laughs> this year, but a lot of different tight ends started. He's been streaming after drafting two tight ends, um, but that seems like that's where he's trying to tinker. Um, IP is going to have to find out uh, if Lazard's going to be in that final position. Um, or is he going to do a McKenzie or a, a Patterson piece? But these guys are just getting ready tuning up for the playoffs. They're both dangerous. Um, I'm going to get one of them, and I look forward to knocking off one of them. Two things I took away from that commentary, multiple tight ends and clinched. <laughs> Moving on to the next game. <laughs> I was this, just, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. 
No, you go, CJ. You got one well, more thing. Well, I, I just get it. I just wanted to, you know, answer the question for, you know, Duck Cowboy. I mean, he had a great question. How many tight ends has Gore had this year? And the answer is... One. He just has one, you sexy bastard. Well, he, yeah. But uh, actually, the answer is five. Five? No, 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 no. Six. Because I forgot about Dalton Schultz. Okay. He started six different tight ends. Yeah. Which is probably, I'd say that's average. I've probably started at least six. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying, like, might have. So then why am I the tight end guy? I've been trying to distance myself from that. Now we've got other people, and it's not sticking to anyone. Well, most people don't keep three of them on their roster all the time is the it's kind oh. of where he got that from. True, true, true. Although Gore has has uh, Dawson Knox on the roster currently. Um, and Kyle Pitts. And Kyle Pitts <laughs> and Conklin. And he made, turns out he made the right choice on this because even though Conklin got him 2.9 points, Knox only with a single point. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I could see him as a player again uh, in the tight end market tonight couple of them out there Dulcich I can't believe he was dropped he's been uh he's been pretty fire you know people are going after him tonight and then of course the uh the fool's gold um that is uh that is the quarterback tight end combo of Taysom Hill uh is going to be out there again because he got hit he got that that touchdown but uh we'll see what happens tonight Go ahead, Taysom Hill earlier, so maybe. Three things. Tight end, dropped, clinched. Moving on to the second game. This is a game that it's not, it's not hard for me. I was at the MoMA. I'm going to paint you guys a picture, but I'm sure you guys have already seen this one. This matchup comes to mind. It's against two teams headed in different directions. Duck Cowboy. Versus Tony's triple threat. Mm. CJ. 144 to 126. Duck Cowboy wins this. Clinches a playoff berth. It may not say it in Yahoo, but his 250 point lead over triple threat seals it. It's over for triple threat, whether he wins, loses, or anything else happens. It was nice to see uh, DeAndre Swift and CD Lamb, two of your keepers, mm-hmm. actually show up for the first time this season where both of them got more than 20 points, so that's good. Both IDP squads did pretty well, 45 apiece, got like that. Lockett was the only place on the offense that was any good with 27, but it was a little scary early on where Trevor Lawrence and Courtney Sutton went down. Lawrence did pull it together and got you 16, which you needed, mm-hmm. and a zero from Sutton, but the negative .66 from Lamar, is ultimately what wins the game for Duck Cowboy and sends poor Triple Threat into the toilet bowl. So this week, nothing for Triple Threat to do. Uh, they will enter the Triple Threat, or they will enter the toilet tournament as the number one seed and face the amazing and historically um, triumphant Adonka Bronx. Oh. oh wow. As for Duck Cowboy, you will face Irish Puddle this, this week. Mm-hmm. And while Product Space is gore, these could be both match rematches in the first round of the playoffs, depending on how things go this week. Um, so we'll see what happens. 
No doubt. And although it was a victory, you're right. When Lawrence went down, Sutton was out. I was watching this thing slip away, thinking that I'd need to beat IP this week to try and get in there. Um, but uh, unfortunate for Triple Threat, Lamar Jackson. I don't know. Did he go down? Is it? Uh, is this a little bit of a contract? Uh, in maybe in, injury, you know, coyness. I don't uh -huh. know. Maybe. But uh, but it was nice to get a victory. Um, Tony in the toilet tournament. And uh, I guess this next weekend, I can give it away. I will be watching with Irish Puddles. We always try and watch, um, you know, the playoff game or the game right before the playoff game when we play each other together. Normally, there's a little bit more on it. We try and get together for that game. We'll be together on Sunday, but it's not going to have the meaning uh, that it has in years past. I'm just happy to squeak in. And if I can uh, choose one of the guys to play in the West, I think it might shape up for me to play Gore, although he's hot right now. I think I have a better chance maybe of knocking him off um, and then getting to IP later. And then I won't spoil it, but I plan to beat IP then uh, at the end to get to the Bridge Bowl. So you're saying the team that scored the most points in the West last week isn't that good? No, I think that they are good, but I think that they have a lower, I think they have a lower um, ceiling, I guess. I mean, they have a high ceiling, but I think that they have a, 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 the possibility of having a, a, a dud quite a bit more than, than, uh, than Irish puddles. I think that, um, I think IP's team has a pretty, pretty high floor. Yes, I would agree with that. I think 158 <laughs> is probably that's real close to what their floor is. And that's not too bad. Agreed. That's also real close to what my ceiling is. So if we can just get that matchup, it'll be gold. What I heard there is floor is the ceiling. Duck Cowboy moving on. We're also moving on to game number three. One that I like to call possible champ question mark versus crab fisherman. We're looking at products versus my guy Electro. CJ? All right, Products clinches a playoff berth with a 179-150 win over Electro. Burl leads the way for Products with 37 points. DK and, and uh, Pollard both come in with more than 24 points, so it's good to see Pollard back. What's crazy is Chubb battles his way for 80 yards, eight points. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy. Both IDP squads um, scored above 40. Christian Watson had another great week, seven touchdowns in three weeks, I believe that's what it is. No tight end for Electro this week, which didn't matter. I don't think it would have made any difference uh, with how Products is doing. But what's on uh, what's on the line this week? Like that Cowboy, only their final seed being number three or number four. That's all that they got to figure out. But it's possible we see West rematch. It's like I was saying earlier, we can see that. So we've got Gore this week. We've got Irish Puddles. We'll see what happens the week after that. There's nothing on the line for Electro. Win or lose, they will face Hawk Attack in the first round of the toilet bowl in week 15, regardless of what happens. Oh, the high school sweethearts in the toilet bowl. First <laughs> round, I love it. I know Electro didn't have much to play for here, but he did... He did uh, uh, make a late drop and, and picked up Mike White, threw him in the lineup over Justin Herbert. I mean, it's ballsy, I guess, 
Um, but it was the right call. I know Herbert's got a bunch of line linemen out, and so he's getting sacked like crazy, and they just can't do that guy right. Um, but the IDP whisperer products, I also noticed when he started Sanborn, who has been putting up points as of late, like the last six weeks, that guy is a tackle machine. Um, but to put his man crush of Rokon Smith on the bench, um, and it's still kind of paid off. I know products felt like he had this one in hand. Uh, what do we need to do to see the $97 man, Garrett Wilson? I brought this up on a couple of podcasts. $65 now. man. Yeah, he's $221 guy. <laughs> Garrett Wilson cannot crack the lineup. And I get why. I mean, he's got town over there. Pollard, I think, is the starting back now officially. Looked like it was, at least in this last Cowboy game. It paid off for him. But uh, maybe over Godwin, Metcalf, I don't know where he squeezes him in. I don't know either. I think he's got he's got a lot of players that are right in that same zone. I, I don't know how you get him in there because Pollard's look good. And I think um, Godwin's on the way up. He's healthy. He's moving. Who knows? I know. Well, it's a good good problem to have for products. He finds himself uh, in this playoff run again. Will it be three, two, three? No, three or four. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be three or four seed. He'll be three or four seed. Gore and IP are locked in at one and two. So it's just a matter of what happens. Who knows what will happen this week? And if you guys both win or both lose, I think he's got you in points by about a hundred. So, um, you know, if he wins, he's got the third. If he loses, he still needs you to win to move to fourth. If he wants to face Gore instead of IP, who knows? I think you guys are disrespecting Gore. And I think that Gore can put that on his bulletin board um, and really prove you guys wrong. I can't believe products is bad mouthing Gore on the podcast. He's not even here. He, he better watch in the rearview mirror. He could get rammed in that <laughs> handicapped parking spot at a Costco near you. Oh, CJ, before we move on, can we get a quick recap of the West? Yeah, yeah, let's do a quick recap. So Gore is the number one seed and the division champ in the West. Irish Puddles is the number two seed. That is not going to change. Triple Threat is the number one seed in the toilet tournament um, and will play Badonka Bronx. Electro is locked in as number two or number three in the toilet pool, so it doesn't matter. He's going to face Hawk Attack. Product locks in number three with a win or an IP win against Duck Cowboy, or Duck Cowboy gets the number three seed with a win and a product's loss. Just the way we drew it up. <laughs> Never a doubt. Never Drama a doubt. Till the end. I love it. All right. <clears throat> Moving on to our fourth game of the week. I call this one Nemesis. Maybe next year. We're looking at Badonka Bronx versus the aforementioned retired from Slack. He got me. CJ? Yeah, he got me. Gets an unrecognized two point game. No Irish news, mm. no recognition, no nothing. Maybe it's because he's on strike. I'm not sure. Mm. But that's the way that it was. He gets 52 points from the IDP. Pacheco and St. Brown both get 30 plus. Every player scores at least 11, except for Waddle, who comes up with just one catch in nine yards, which is really strange. 
It's an amazing day for a team on strike, but you never know what's going to motivate the team. Maybe it's strike, maybe it's not. But there is, <laughs> for, for what's online for these two teams, absolutely nothing for either team. He got me his lock in the number two or number three seed. Doesn't matter. He's going to play um, either. Well, he's going to play. I guess he's going to play. Um, uh, well, it could be hip hop, could be easy. So we'll see what happens there. Beating easy would make great for an end of the season by a team quietly on a hot streak heading into the playoffs. We've been talking about how quiet he got me's been. I mean, now the strike is one thing, but. His team is healthy. It's ascending. It's looking pretty good. Um, I have fully secured last place. I will play triple threat, which actually I'd rather play triple threat than Hawk Attack or Electro. So it gives me a chance to get you, my friend, Doug Cowboy, that first overall pick. I'm playing for you, man. I'm dedicating this toilet bowl tournament to Duck Cowboy. And more pom-poms for Duck Cowboy. Man, I got to start gotta start finding a place to keep all these pom-poms. You need some orange and blue ones. Yeah, I got some. They're in the mail. Well, he got me. Silence has started, and his team has blown up. I, I, I just was watching him. I think this might be this, this is probably his first 200-point game of the of the season and 200 point games are, are not out there too often and for he got me to be stringing these along at the end of the season um is something now it took picking up jared goff and streaming him we all know that he's uh he could put up 27 or he could put up 2.7 so yeah <laughs> either way he's also um you know, he's he's the guy that's at the end of the season. This happens year in and year out where some third string running back uh, rookie typically finds his way onto a good team. And for Pacheco to be putting up 30 points is just all gravy for him at this point. So uh, and he picked up Harrison Smith. He put up 16.8. So when you're when your pickups are making sense for you, uh, I, he picked up Ingram late and he hit. So. Doesn't happen all the time. His core is very solid, but he doesn't have the full team put together. He's still watching and streaming and trying to make the the, the right moves based off of uh, who, who, who teams are playing, but he's going to be strong. Um, after his year last year that was so dominating and ended uh, poorly for him, um, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for, uh, for he got me here also in the in the east at, at the third set of pom-poms or something um but i'm really hoping that he uh that he can finish this thing out strong his team his team's ready he's put in the work um and he's striked well it's one of these it's one of these years where it's easy to look at hip-hop and and end zone and be like that's what it's coming down to but this team's pretty good and let's not forget he's been pretty patient for a guy that's super upset about having an above 500 um, record all year long he almost blew it up because pacheco he traded for pacheco early on and basically left him on his bench all year and didn't you know what i mean stay patient well he's been the most unpatient impatient patient person then <laughs> well i just say he kept threatening to blow up his team all year long like weeks three through ten or whatever Is has he got 
did he got me get it wrong and he's doing sober October and November? He's taking a page out of IP's uh, notebook and said, let's no drink and see how these games go. Yeah, I mean, what? I don't, I don't, <laughs> he got me. This was, if you look at he got me's like record, what he's, he went, he has been, um, he has won four of the last five. He's won five of the last or seven of the last, or he's won five of the last seven. So he's been, I mean, and these aren't just, these aren't, these are pretty decent wins. And I just think it's, it's just interesting how it's going for, for he got me this year. We'll see. It's an interest. It's interesting to see somebody this hot going into the playoffs. Like we haven't seen that in a while. I agree. And I, I just, I'm just going to jump out and say this, and this is no disrespect to Enzone, but he's got his, his, uh, he's got championships. So, it, for this to be Irish puddles and gore, really, and and hip hop, and he, you know, kind of as the dominant teams in both divisions right now, um, yeah, there's a chance that someone can knock him off, but it's kind of exciting to, uh, to see how this thing's shaping up. Yeah, I think it, it was easy during the, you know, it's easy to look at the season and be like, oh, there's end zone, you know, he's up to his old tricks. Irish Puddles is winning all these games in, in big fashion, but there's a lot of other teams in there and you just don't know what happens until you get in the playoffs. So I am excited to see what happens this year. You know, it'll be, it'll be fun to watch. Right before we move on, question for you guys. If a 201 point win is not recognized in Slack with a medallion. Is it recognized as the big bad bully of the week? Ooh, yes. Because I think that we've had other people get it, but let's just hope Marty doesn't forget or pocket. Yeah. SOS is on those kinds of things. Um, <laughs> That's true. You never, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, Irish puddles, you never know. Could be a, a night of drinking. Yeah, exactly. It was, I mean, it was late in the day. It was late in the day. You can't get the edits together. It's just not coming together. The boys cry. You've moved but wasn't, but wasn't he had those 200 points on Sunday? So he had yeah. like, oh, no, this, to get this done. No, this is, this is spiteful. I, I'm sure it has something to do with the bet, you know, the $500, Ruth Chris, 100 singles. At, at this point, I think it's just, hey, can we just trade smash burgers and move on? Yeah. Funny, just call it good. Let's hope. Let's move on. I like to call this game, What a Difference a Year Makes. Hip Hop Epotamus versus Hawk Attack. See well, let's, yeah, let's label this Comeback Team of the Year. Hip Hop Epotamus beats Hawk Attack 157 to 108. Takes care of business. You needed to win this game to stay in the hunt for the division championship. You did great. Tua and Tyreek score 54 points. It's good. You needed that. But Montgomery is looking like a bell cow at the right time of the year in Chicago. You got to love that. So it's an all-around good showing for a team on the verge of being healthy while heading into the playoffs. It's where you want to be. Rough week for Hawk Attack. Uh, back in Scary Terry um, were the highlights and had 44% of their point total uh, for the week, so it was a really rough one. It closes out a tough and frustrating season for Hawk Attack. 
Um, as I think he went into the season feeling pretty confident in his team, like we all do. But I do feel like his team let him down. Maybe not as much as Electro's team, but definitely a lot. So what's on line for this week? Hip Hop needs a win and needs a He Got Me win to win the division and that number one seed in the East, which I think is a very valuable spot to have. Nothing for Hawk Attack as he will face Electro in the first round of the toilet tournament in week 15. Yeah, and I don't know how many people made it to uh, the 58th minute in Pick'em to see. <laughs> I know Sorry. Bud, I don't know if Bud with his flight across the country took the time to listen to it. And I'll just jump out there and let you know, because I feel bad about it. But your two podcast hosts are the only other two people other than Hawk Attack to pick Hawk Attack in this one. And I don't, we didn't, we didn't plan that. I just think that we looked at the matchups yeah. and, and, and for the Dolphins going up against San Francisco, I didn't expect a 31 out of Hill. Yeah. Um, and I thought the Hawks team would show up a little bit more, but uh, egg on our face and we apologize and it'll never happen again. <laughs> Congratulations to you. It was just another, another really, really solid win for hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just thought Miami going across the country going to be tough. You know, San Francisco always plays tough. And I did think that we'd see more out of the matchup with Hawk Attack. It was a pretty disappointing week for Hawk Attack. There's no question about it. But, you know, you you win some, you lose some. It's the way it goes. Uh, and I know, uh, uh, Doug Cabo, you referenced earlier that I we've been in New York. Not I know a lot of people in this league are globetrotters and we're CJ's going to Europe, Duck Cowboys going to Texas, and I don't know if you're going to Texas or not. You're traveling. People are going everywhere. Lewis is at golf tournaments. We're not traveling a lot in the old uh, hip hop camp. So when we we went to New York, I uh, I can confirm that Sundays on the <laughs> West Coast are glorious. Yeah. Compared to this shit pile <laughs> on the East Coast. I don't know if anybody else knows about this three-hour time change that mm, they yeah. do back there. First game, 105 in the afternoon. I was turning off the TV of the Sunday night game at 11.35. And it was still... The Cowboys only had 47 points when I turned it off. They scored another touchdown after I turned it off. I don't, I think I don't understand the East Coast bias because no one's awake. Like, there's definitely no way someone's watching a West Coast game because you can't even watch the East Coast games. It was, yeah. I told my wife, I'm like, Sunday's in West Coast. You roll out of bed, you get three at 10 a.m., you get three at noon. I know, it's so get another at five, and and you get a month. It's just it's it's the worst. And I don't know how they do it either because everyone on the East Coast, you know, they they're up early and overachieving. I remember being out there for meetings and the uh Blazers being in a in the playoffs. It's like game six, it's starting at 7:30 west coast times 10 30 out there i got a meeting at 6 a.m i'm just trying to watch dane dollar 
you know, you walk in just groggy and it's like, what happened to you? You stay up all night drinking? No, I was just trying to watch the Blazers. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. It's terrible. I think, I honestly think I was thinking about this on the plane. That's why the, every sports fan is cranky because there, there's just not enough sleep. They're yeah, up they, late. They brought they up a four or five hours of sleep, man. Like, yeah. just... <laughs> I mean, really the only good thing about it is you can, ha- you, you can go on a bender Saturday night, sleep late and roll right into the one o'clock game without even worrying about it. So. So true though. So true. They're all ex- Maybe that's maybe that has something to do with the London games. They're all excited for the London games. True. True. <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, it's some it's something before one o'clock, Paulie. Come on. Yeah, it's uh, 9:30. This is great. Oh, yeah. you call me on and let's start drinking. Get your all bets. Right. <laughs> Get your bets. All right. Last game of the week. This was uh this is a challenge to name this game, but you guys stay with me. I had to get some help from my co-hosts here. I call this game Soggy Stack versus Bench Goat. End Zone versus Slumlord. CJ, thanks for the help. Tell me yeah. about it. 150 to 134. End Zone wins. Really did this with Devontae Adams, 37 points. Decent showing from Allen and Diggs, I think it's their floor is about 40 points, which makes end zones for about 150, which is what he got. End zone puts end zone puts Foy back in the in his linebacker spot for the first time since week 10, gives him 20, so that's pretty good. But Slumlord rolls the dice with a guy who hasn't played in 700 days. <laughs> And we talked about this on the podcast last week. Maybe you didn't listen. I'm not sure. He leaves the goat on the bench in a Monday night primetime game. And that's the difference. Either way, it doesn't matter what happens because Slumlord clinches the number four seed because of a hawk attack loss. But still, that was that was crazy. He could have he could have won this. And really helped you out, but so you should not like Slumlord anymore. Um, Enzo Never needs happened. to win. <laughs> Enzo needs to win or root for the Donka Bronx to win to clinch the division title. Nothing on the line for Slumlord is they're locked in at the number four seed. They just need to sit back and wait and see who they play in week 15. Maybe it was a matchup decision. I mean, I know, I know if you have Watson. Uh, on, your, on your bench i i know i know and it, it's probably i think he probably would have gone with brady but the the saints have had his number for the last four times they played what is, what is he like one and five against them or something? yeah and you know what they had his number again until they went into the two-minute yeah. drill and yeah. somehow miraculously put up two touchdowns so probably I wouldn't be having the, the conversation I, I turned the game off i was like this why am i watching this well the game was terrible and if you didn't have anyone going it it was even worse you know that was one of the ones where you look at it and you're like i don't have anyone going should i just throw a little bit of money on one of these teams so it gives me something to to watch because that game was was terrible but but think about my situation i have to sit there and watch it on my phone while my wife watches hallmark because that's like a you know, to kind of feel like I give her a little bit of that. So think about the, the torture I'm going through. Yeah. We'll Crappy cut that. We'll cut. Yeah. I know. We'll cut that part out. So no one. 
no one hears that, but <laughs> personally, I was really rooting for Slumlord to, uh, to get into that toilet tournament with the number one pick of his that I'm holding. Um, but these guys are both in. Slum still could be dangerous in this playoff. Does, uh, does Walker's ankle injury, is it serious? Does it really hurt uh, in zone? I don't think it's as bad as they thought it was, if I remember right. I think he might miss a week or two. So I think Enzo may have him for the playoffs. So we'll see. He's going to need him, you know, if he's going to make a run. Uh, Definitely going to need him. He's going to need a little bit more of an output from Andrews. So um, Andrews, I mean, you were not going to see Lamar for at least three weeks, I wouldn't imagine. Yeah, Um, but every time Huntley comes in and just kind of picks up. And I think that that's part of what was wrong with Lamar's contract negotiation is that Huntley has been behind him, (laughs) comes in and puts up similar numbers and production. So um, we'll see, this is a low output for end zone. I I, I have to look at the matchups for next week and the week after Um, easy can put up, can put up some big numbers, but he has some of those lower, lower ceilings also. Yeah, end zone has end zone has he got me. So um that's a big game, right? Like it's gonna be that's a big game right there. We'll see. What what happened to uh Josh Allen's elbow falling off? Was that not a thing a week ago, two weeks ago? Uh, he just put a needle in it, put a little stuff in there, whatever. Get that up till the offseason to see if they can get that championship uh head in that direction. Yeah, they, he has to play. So whether he can or wants to, doesn't matter. They will make it work. Yeah. All right, CJ, before we run on to the next thing, can you recap the East for me? Let me know yeah. what's happening. Yeah, so right now, end zone, if with a win or a Bradonka Bronx win, he gets the division title and the first overall seed. Hip Hop needs a win and a He Got Me win for the division title. So we'll see what happens there. He got me, he's locked into the number two versus the number three in the first game. So he's going to play either he's going to play you, bud, hip hop, or he's going to play end zone. Slumlord is locked in the number four seed, so he doesn't know if he's going to play end zone or hip hop either. Hawk Attack will be, will play Electro in the number two or number three seed. But Uncle Bronx will play, he is the number four seed in the toilet tournament and plays Tony's triple throwback. A lot of drama out there. I guess I'm going to have to pick up another third kicker to make this thing happen against uh, Badonk. Uh, if you could make sure and produce 99 points this week, I would be greatly appreciated. I am not making any promises. Damn you. I could. It could be more or less. I don't know. I mean, my team is comp- – I have to start Russell Wilson, so it'll be less than 99. Ooh, I can't believe that Twitter – call out that russell wilson was the 33rd ranked (laughs) fantasy quarterback last week out of 32 teams unbelievable i actually read that i don't think that i even made a remark in slack and i giggled about it like i laughed randomly throughout the rest of the day that's unbelievable it is so bad in denver it is just bad how you go justin my question is have we ever had the toilet tournament decided this early was still time to play in the season. I don't think we have. 
I don't think so either. I have to look at it, but I don't think we've had the full playoff. Basically, who's going to the, the actual playoffs versus the tournament in the second to last week? I, I don't think that's ever happened. Um, I know. So I, right. I know that the what the Wilson. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is is named after Russell Wilson? <laughs> He's since he is so bad. Will we have to change? it to someone else that's not as bad and make that the new what the wilson trophy well, you could almost leave it the same because that's who basically destroyed my season was russell wilson hmm. okay i think it's perfect for the 10 years of the league oh my gosh that we have seen russ as the first overall pick in this league <laughs> lead bud to a championship in year two and 10 years later still relevant but in a much different different way what the freaking wilson it's perfect he's on the championship team in 2014 and he took my he he stole a year of my life away And, and the funny thing about it he is he is going to sleep every night on that giant ass pile of money right next to Kyra. So he doesn't care about CJ whatsoever. No, he doesn't. And I, I wonder if he's how many of his toilets. Oh, I got to say that, that, that stupid graph with that is amazing. Touchdown passes. I told, I told duck out or I told hog attack that I think you'll get it. I think you'll take <laughs> it, but it's not looking good at this point. <laughs> He's going to run out of games. So here's the thing. Uh, how soon do they fire the head coach? I, I look, listen, if you listen to the, uh, at Denver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you listen to pick them, mm-hmm. this, this is the kind of questions you shouldn't be asking me. Cause we we're probably yeah. running over already. 30, sec- you, 30 seconds. Tell me. I, I think that, the ownership isn't going to do anything until after the season because they're just sitting back and being like, we've got so much we need to do with this team and we're still learning how, what is going on organizationally. I don't think they fire him until the day after the last game, but they will, they have to, I mean, they would be idiots not to, I mean, I don't know. Jerry Jones did keep, um, what's his face, Jason Garrett for oh, yeah. long. So, yeah, I don't know. Billionaires are weird. Justin, thoughts? Well, I mean, it took me four different road trips to Eugene to get through that pick'em, but I finally did. And there's a lot of detail in there about the Broncos, but if you want to go back and listen, just give yourself some time. I I uh, I picked and chosed. I kind of I did. I listened to it a little bit of fast forward a little bit. The only thing I would like in the pick'em is I'd like to be able to see whoever is commentating and the graphic, so I can know when when I should pause to listen or just keep going. Like, so I like the brooms. I like the pom poms. So. He just kept asking me questions. He wouldn't stop. It was madness, you guys. Yeah, no, that, that's true. And he's been waiting for that for a long time. And that's why I'm in charge of the clock and we're only 32 minutes over. Let's talk about the game of the week. Yeah, okay, we got two in my book, all right? We got Hip Hop against 
the Donka Bronx. There's Not a, a game. Pick here, right? You've got to win. You need a little help. But then there's he got me an end zone where he got me looking pretty good. I don't know. What do you guys think? I I think the bigger game is end zone and uh, he got me. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, two playoff teams, not a big deal. Whoever wins this, they're both in. But he got me, could knock end zone out of that um, number one seed, which that means end zone goes from playing right now, from playing Slumlord to playing he got me. Huge ramifications. And there's decisions to be made, more so by he got me. I mean, we all know you can't stop start Jared Goff back-to-back games. No. Well, Kyler Murray will be back. So, But be Kyler Murray will be playing against New England. And we all know what New England does to Kyler Murray. So he's got mm-hmm. some he's got some issues there. But, yes, much bigger ramifications uh, with this game. I can see already. I don't know if it will stand. But uh, Duvernay is, is in the lineup for end zone. He's not going to leave him out again. Currently, uh, Ken Walker is, is on the bench. Baltimore is going to be messy. Enzo's got a lot of problems right now. I'll just say that. So, oh, and a good. bye week. That's right, a late bye week for uh, for Taylor. Yeah, for JT. Who who, uh, who has a bye week in week fourteen? They're like, hey, your guys are going to suck all year. Have a yeah. rest. Have a rest before the rest of your non-playoff season and not to mention the colts took last week off <laughs> yeah <laughs> two weeks off in a row <laughs> hey one more thing about east coast games the same as you guys i was watching the monday night game late in the big apple turns it off because the only thing one of the boys said well that was a great pass from andy dalton and i was like said no one ever off <laughs> So I got up this morning. Yeah, the goat does a comeback. I'm all. What the hell? Well, I saw the goat thing come through on um, Slack, and I'm like, "What? What are they talking about now?" And I'm like, "What? They won that?" I'm just yeah. like, anyway. "Yeah." And Andy Dalton's full mustache, like full red mustache, makes him look like a goat. So that's <laughs> a lot of confusion there. Ah. Uh, I've got to say, though, Andy Dalton, top five good-haired quarterbacks. It's impressive. I it's good. It's, it's good. Helmet helmet comes off, and it's perfect. <laughs> like, like, it's, it's so I'm, thick. It's Gorgeous. thinning out for me, and those days are in my rearview mirror. I can, I can just appreciate it, though. So, mm. all right. You guys got any final words before we uh, wrap this thing up 62 minutes in? I'll nothing see you Friday. About, nothing about hair, that's for sure. I'll see if I'll see you guys Friday on a little surprise thing. Ooh. Spoil it, but just saying. I look okay, forward I'm to looking it. Looking forward to it. Looking forward Teaser. to it. All right. For uh Justin CJ, Badonka Bronx, and Duck Cowboy, this is hip hop saying uh bye. bye. <laughs>